0: Somebody give God praise in the house. Come on now. Give God praise in the house. Lift up your voice. Give him praise. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Come on. Come on. I feel that. I feel that Holy Ghost moving in this house. By the power of the name of Jesus. Us. glory, 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 man, I like what I feel in this place this morning, I enjoy the presence of the Lord, amen, every time I come to church, I like to worship, I like to praise Him, I don't come to watch, I come to entertain His presence, Anybody come this morning to lift up the name of Jesus? I don't hear you. Is there anybody that's come to lift up the name of Jesus? Glory, 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 glory. Amen. I honor Pastor and First Lady, and uh, we miss it that Pastor's not here today, but I, I am very grateful that he trusts me with this pulpit. Amen. Well, he's gone. Hallelujah. That's a big deal. This is a big pulpit. Amen. Praise God. Amen. But I honor Pastor. I honor First Lady. You folks are blessed with their leadership here in the church. Amen. Since... Since the last time I was here, I was here in December, around the second, third week of December. Uh, it was right before Christmas, I believe. And, um, and, and since then, because I came out on live stream or something, amen, different spots I'll go, they'll say, oh, we saw you in Spokane. We saw you, we saw you. And every place always speaks very well of this place and speaks extremely well of your pastor amen. What a blessing. Hallelujah. What a blessing of the Lord. What a joy to be here. We honor all the mothers. God bless you. Amen. I heard somebody say we wouldn't be here if it wouldn't be for moms. Well, it takes two to tango. Amen. (laughs) We'd need dads too. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. But I'd put it this way, we probably wouldn't be alive if it wouldn't be for moms. Amen. I don't know how many times my mom rescued me from doing something dumb. Amen. It was like, it was right on time before I blew myself up. Amen. Before I... I remember one time I filled up a Coke bottle, one of them glass ones, with gasoline because I wanted a lantern. I didn't, I didn't know I was preparing a bomb. I wanted a lantern, you know. I just wanted something that would continue burning. So I, I had the, the Coke bottle, glass Coke bottle... And, and I had the cloth stuck down in, and it was full of gas. And I was right there. I was trying to latch, uh, light the match. My mom walks out. Instead of going, uh, you know, panic mode, she just kind of looks and says, What you doing? And I said, I'm lighting a, 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 like a torch. I said, I, I want to light. And she said, well, why don't you get a flashlight? I said, but I already got this set up. She said, son, that will blow up. And I just kind of, I said, blow up? She said, yeah, even if you drop it. I, and she said, it's fire all over the place. I got excited because fire, amen, that's thats what I like. Fuego, amen, I'm like all about fire. And she saved my life. My Lord of mercy. If I would have turned that thing on, I'd probably not be preaching today. Praise God. Amen. Or I might be probably preaching on Rescued by Fire. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. But so thankful. Amen. And we honor all the moms. God bless every one of you in the name of Jesus. If you are thankful for your mom, will you clap to the Lord? I want to take you to a portion in the Word of God. Well, actually, before I go there, um, uh, I brought some of my wife's books. If media could put that up there. Amen. My wife is a powerful writer. And uh, the first book that she wrote is uh, God Ego, Healing for Damaged Hearts. A very good book for, for uh, internal healing. And uh, very dynamic. When I started reading that book, I couldn't put it down. It's it's a very good book. And then the second book that my wife has written is Punch the Bully uh, Dealing with Anxiety. And uh, both of those books are really dynamic, they're very powerful. I've, I've realized something that a lot of times in church we're good fakers. All right, I got a one or two over here and something over here, amen. Sometimes we're good fakers. Sometimes we even have the mentality, fake it till you make it, mentality. And a lot of times we're dealing with stuff in our lives that we put on a facade and act like if nothing's going on. Probably the greatest damaging thing for our lives is acting like nothing is going on. So I'm going to make it real easy for you. Amen. Buy it for somebody else. Praise God. (laughs) Because some folks will be like, well, yeah, I don't deal with any of that. Amen. Then buy it for somebody else. Praise God. Uh, Those books will be in the bookstore. And uh, they will bless you. I'm telling you, they will bless you tremendously. Amen. Tell your neighbor, say they will bless you. Matthew chapter 14 and reading verse 17 all the way to verse 20. This morning as the Lord laid this on my heart, I was like, Lord, it's, uh, it's Mother's Day. Ah. And he's like, I know. God's going to move tremendously right now. to move in a powerful way. Matthew chapter 14, verse 17. And they said to him, We have here only five loaves and two fishes. He said, Bring them. Here to me. Then he commanded the multitudes to sit down on the grass. And he took the five loaves and the two fish. And looked up to heaven. He blessed and broke and gave the loaves to the disciples. And the disciples gave to the multitudes. So they all ate and were filled and they took up 12 baskets full of the fragments that remained. I want to I wanna preach, treat, speak. Treat is a mixture of teaching and preaching. So it's a treaching, amen. I want to speak on the subject, not just lunch. Not just Lunch not just lunch. Did you just feel that ushering of the Holy Ghost that came into this place right now? There's a glory of God in this house. There's a glory of God in this house. Father, I thank you. You are so awesome. You are powerful. You are mighty. You are awesome. There is no God like you. In fact, you even looked all over the universe and declared that outside of you there is no other God that saves. You are the only saving God. You are the Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the ending. Lord, I pray that you will have your way in this service today. We will not fail to give you glory. Release the miraculous in this house. By the power of the name of Jesus, in Jesus' name, amen. Now clap your hands to the Lord and give God a shout of praise. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. You may be seated in the presence of Almighty God. What a mighty God we serve. Many times I've preached about the five loaves and the two fishes. I've preached of it several times. I mean, it's been over my span of uh, 33 years of ministry. I've preached it many a times. But one of the things that the Lord spoke about it just recently to my spirit, and in fact, what the Lord spoke to me about it today, I have never spoke about before. It actually popped out to me because we always have the tendency of focusing on the boy, and we have a tendency of focusing on the sacrifice that this boy brought, and of course, it was Lunch, so that is a sacrifice for anybody that likes to eat. I got two amens on that one. Amen. A yeah, and an amen. Them are hungry men right there. Praise God. But it's interesting to see this story and the way it unfolds, because there were men and and a group of people. In fact, the Bible says there was 5,000 men without even counting the women and the children. So I've heard people say that at least least 15,000. Other people say uh, 20,000. I'm an evangelist. I say 100,000. Amen. Praise God. And so there was a great multitude of people and the Gospels will relate it in different forms. And I like the way it is said in John where the Lord looks up and he sees the crowd coming and he challenges Philip. In John chapter 6 and verse 5, then Jesus lifts up his eyes and seeing a great multitude come towards him, He said to Philip, where shall we buy bread that these may eat? But this he said to test him, for he knew what he was going to do. In other words, God already knew. Jesus already knew what he was going to do. He already knew the process, already knew the miracle that was going to take place. But he wanted to test Philip. to to see what was in Philip. A lot of times God will ask us questions not because he's seeking for an answer, but because he's wanting to see what's inside of you. Because your answer reveals what's on the inside. And so... All of a sudden, Philip reveals what's on the inside. Philip begins to speak about basically the impossibility of being able to feed all these people. He even gets a little bit on the financial side of the situation. And he says in verse 7, 200 denaries. Worth of bread is not sufficient for them, that every one of them may have a little. In other words, what Philip revealed was this, it is impossible. It's impossible. It's too expensive. We don't have the money and we don't have the resource to be able to accomplish what you desire. He revealed that every time he is faced with, with a situation, he labels it as impossible. There are many people that they will label things as impossible. I love it when people label things as impossible. Because it is in that moment that God rings the bell and says, let me show you, I am the God of the impossible. (laughs) Glory to God. So he labels this as an impossible. Then all of a sudden we see Andrew come in to the picture. In verse eight, one of his disciples, Andrew, Simon Peter's brother, said to him, "There is a lad, a young man, a kid, who has five barley loaves and two small fishes. Watch this, but what are they among so many? He comes with the solution. But does not think it's enough. Glory to God. That's so dynamic. Because a lot of times, what we would label as not enough, God will make it more than enough. What we label as something insignificant in God's hands can impact thousands. Oh, glory to God, amen. So we always focus on the child. We focus on the boy that gave the sacrifice, that gave up his lunch, but this is the part that the Lord began to deal with me today about, and that is we forget about the mama that packed the lunch, that made preparations for her son to succeed. Many people don't even look at the investment she made into her child, that it wasn't just lunch. It was something that in the hands of God was gonna be multiplied to be able to bless thousands of people. Oh, I wish I had somebody right there. I feel the Holy Ghost up in this place. Clap uh, your hands to the Lord. la uh, What some folks would have labeled as insignificant. What some folks would have labeled as something that is not sufficient. What the world would label your investment in your kids as saying it's not enough, it's not sufficient. In the hands of God, when God gets a hold of it, What folks would scratch off, uh, God turns for his glory. Uh, God turns for his honor. And he blesses thousands. Uh, Somebody ought to give God a shout of praise right there. (laughs) Hallelujah. See, the enemy will come and discourage you will say that your investment in your kid is not enough. but the devil is a liar. I said the devil is a liar. The reason why he wants to discourage you for what you are investing in your child is because your child is a world changer, is a kingdom planter is a God preacher, is a child of the living God. And if hell can discourage you, then you'll hold back from investing what God wants you to invest in your child. But that's why the devil is a liar. Because every word that's invested, every prophetic word that you speak over them, it will come to pass. Somebody give God a shout of praise right now. Oh, I feel the Holy Ghost in this place. Clap your hands to the Lord. Glory to the name of Jesus. I said glory to the name of Jesus. Glory to the name of Jesus. Every positive word you speak into your child will be multiplied. Every blessing you speak over them will be multiplied. Every investment will be multiplied. I don't know who I'm preaching to in this hour, but I got a message for a mama. You need to put a demand on the seed that you have deposited in your children. And let the devil know you're not cashing in on that seed. My child will produce for the kingdom of God. Oh, I need a warrior up in this house. I need I need a mama that got in, gets in the devil's face. And let the devil know my child will produce fruit. Oh, Kataya. Somebody give God a shout of praise right now. <laughs> ah! Ah! <laughs> in the world that we live in today, the most valuable gift to a family is an apostolic woman. I thought I was going to get a roaring amen on that one. I said it's a God-fearing woman, an apostolic woman that knows that everything she speaks into her children goes against what the world would like to speak to them. We can't let the world to be able to train up our kids. We value our mamas. We value our daddies to do that job. I wish I had an apostolic up in this place. Somebody give God a shout of praise. I feel, I feel a family revival about to break out in this house. I said, I feel family revival about to break out in this house. I feel somebody's gonna get a call this week uh, from their backslidden child uh, letting you know uh, I'm coming back to the house of God, uh, I'm coming back to church. I've, I feel a family revival up in this house. You got to put a demand on that seed. You got to put a demand on that investment. And let the devil know it's for the kingdom of God. My child, my daughter, my son, they're for the kingdom of God. Somebody give God a roaring praise up in this house. Ha! Ah, ha! Ha! Mighty name of Jesus! She gives the lunch to the child. Obviously, there was some good that she taught him because he was not a selfish kid. Teach your kids to be givers. Praise God. You got to teach them. This isn't a part of it, but I'm going to throw it out there anyways. Amen. Don't expect for the world to teach your son to be a gentleman. And don't expect for the world to teach your daughter to be a lady. Because the world wants to do the opposite. The world wants to flip the order of the family and of the, uh, of the whole idea, identity and all that kind of stuff. The church has got to teach the next generation. Glory to God. You know what, my mama, I've always believed this. I've always believed this. Mama's job for a young man is to teach him to be a gentleman. And it's dad's job to teach him to be a man. It's dad's job to teach the young lady to be a lady. And it's mom's job to teach her to be a woman. Praise God. My mom, she raised three sons. And she decided, I'm going to teach them etiquette. She would set up the 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 uh, the knives, the forks, and everything, the whole thing. And she'd teach us, "You got to take this one, and then that one, and that, and then every night she would set up a candle, make it romantic, amen. And she'd tell us, "Get the elbows off the table." Don't slouch. Straighten your shoulders out. Amen. She would walk up to her door and she'd wait for us. Who's gonna open the door? Quickly. Close the door for mom. What was she doing? Teaching us to be gentlemen. I've been married now 30 years. I still open the door for my wife. I close the door for my wife. Why? Because it was something that my mama taught me. She put it inside. Oh, God have mercy. She put it inside of me. So obviously this mama had taught this young man something good, that he was a giver. He wasn't selfish. The world that we live in right now is such a selfish society. He was a giver. That when he saw a need, he was even willing to give up what he had. But I want you to see something so powerful. And that is that when it came into Jesus' hands, the Bible says he Blessed it. Watch this. We would have wanted God to bless us. We would have been standing around saying, hey, 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 uh, bless me. He didn't bless the kid. He blessed the sacrifice. Ooh, that's good all by itself. We give, and we say, bless me. He gave, and God blessed the sacrifice. If we can have a different kind of mindset, instead of me, 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 say, God bless what I give, then the moment God blessed the sacrifice. He took off the natural limitations of it. Something that could only feed maybe two people. He took off the limitations so that now it can feed thousands. My sacrifice is not just so that I get blessed. But my sacrifice is, uh, if God will bless what I give, then it will multiply and it will reach to thousands. Oh, I wish I had somebody right there. I feel the Holy Ghost up in this house. Uh, Somebody give God a shout of praise right now. I don't hear you. Give him a shout of praise right now. Every sacrifice that you've given, you need to turn it over in God's hands and say, bless it. Lord, bless my son. Bless my daughter. Bless my kids. Hallelujah. I turn them over to you. There are some folks in this place, the reason why your kids are still messed up is because you haven't turned them over to God. You're still holding on to them. You're still trying to control them and manipulate them and lord over them. But if you'll turn them over to the hands of God then all of a sudden, God's going to break some limitations off of them. God's going to break things off of their life. That all of a sudden, everything that you invested in them is now going to produce fruit. Oh, Lord, who am I preaching to in this place? Somebody give God praise right now. So, God breaks off the limitations. And when He breaks off the limitations, now the disciples get to experience something powerful. Not only did they see a miracle, but now they are participants of a miracle. Because the Bible says that He broke and He gave to the disciples. And they went and began to spread it all over the place. That lets you know something. The disciples experienced a miracle in their own hands. That as they broke, it was replaced with another piece of bread. It was multiplied in their very own hands. In other words, uh, when you give a sacrifice to God uh, and you let God bless it, you'll begin to experience miracles uh, in your own hands. Uh, Somebody stepping in uh, to the supernatural. Somebody stepping in uh, to a life uh, of miracles. Uh, Is there anybody that needs a miracle in this place today? You ought to shout in the house of the Lord right now. Give God a praise. Give God praise right now. So it was multiplied. It was multiplied in their hands. And watch this. Then at the end, the Bible says that they collected 12 baskets. I've heard people say it like this. I've heard people say 12 baskets, one for each one of the disciples. I, I don't, I, I think different. Just pray for me, amen. I just, I, I think a little different because God doesn't take the abundance of the blessing. And give it to those that never invested. I want you to notice something. This is my take on it. Amen. The mama made a sacrifice. The mama sent the boy with the lunch. If she wouldn't have sent him with the lunch, he would have never had anything to give. But because of her sacrifice because of her wanting to set her son up for success. Then watch this. I believe before the day was over with, all of a sudden she started a bread company. Because 12 baskets of bread show up at her house. Baby, it was the start of a new bread company that was about to start in that place. Uh, I want you to know something. Your sacrifice uh, does not go without God blessing you in return. Somebody better shout right there. I feel. I feel the holy ghost right there. Somebody shout unto the Lord right there. sometimes we don't know what our investments look like it's not just lunch it's an investment you're investing you're investing several years ago when i was a missionary to mexico i grew up on the mission field i'm actually a, uh, i'm a reverse coconut i'm white on the outside i'm latino on the inside Spanish was my first language. English was my second language. I've only lived in the States for about 15 years, and I've only been preaching in English for about 10 years. In fact, when I first started preaching in English, I was so afraid, so petrified. I said, no, 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 that's not for me. And uh, God had to change my mind. But I lived in Tijuana, Mexico. That's right there at the border with uh, San Diego, California, and so in the middle of service, all of a sudden, a person walked in that I did not know if it was a man or a woman, because it was like one of those things like dude looks like a lady type of deal, y'all, y'all forgive me, but I'm human, anybody else human here, oh, praise God, amen, I'm glad, I'm glad you're here, amen, some places I go, I don't know. <laughs> Amen. And so, so I was like, "Oh, holy night." So I made a call to the altar. When I made a call to the altar, that individual was the only one that came to the altar. I was like, "Oh Lord, help me Jesus." You got to forgive me. I, I, I'm human, and so a lot of times I judge people before I know the story. I know y'all don't do that, but I, I, I do. That, that's me. Amen, that's me. Although sometimes, sometimes us apostolics, we get our apostolic scanner out. And we will scan a person and disqualify them. <laughs> Amen. We won't even greet them because we disqualify them before we even meet them. Oh, that's good all by itself. Amen. Some folks got petrified right there. Watch this. He was over there. And I start calling more people up. I'm like, uh, two prayers for the price of one. Hey, amen. Praise God. I'll do two prayers. Amen. I'll pray the Lord, take your mother-in-law. The whole church came up, amen. Even the little kids came up, amen. They're like, future mother-in-law, amen. Praise God. I'm joking, amen. I'll get some hate mail afterwards, amen. So finally, after making the call, the altar got filled up, and I started praying on that side. I started praying. Every once in a while, I looked over, and the individual is still there. I kept on, oh, God. And I kept on coming down, and, and now instead of just praying for two people at a time, now I was praying for the right brain and the left brain, amen, just to, you know, take a little longer. Finally, when I got over here, this man that did not look like a man, God allowed me to hear his prayer. And when God allowed me to hear his prayer, all of a sudden, I had to repent. This preacher had to repent. Why? Because I was judging something that God was saving. Who. I was judging something God was reaching. When I heard his prayer, he said like this, if you don't touch me, who's going to touch me? If you don't change me, who's going to change me? You are my last hope. And I realized that behind the facade was a broken soul that needed a touch of a living God. broken soul that needed that soul still needed to repent broken soul that needed God I said God forgive me I, I was judging beforehand so I come and I begin to pray with this young man and I begin to lead him through repentance and he's, he's just opened his heart just crying, weeping, asking God to forgive him of sins. That is the prayer that grabs God's heart right there. Amen. I don't care what sin you've committed in your life. If you can find an altar of repentance, if you can make it right with God, if you can ask God to forgive you, God will forgive your sins. Is there anybody that knows what I'm talking about in this house? So all of a sudden I felt the Holy Ghost on him because God's blessed me. I've seen thousands upon thousands of people being filled with the Holy Ghost. In a couple of weeks we're doing a crusade in Colombia where Uh, I'm expecting well over 2,000 be filled with the Holy Ghost in that crusade. And so I felt the Holy Ghost on this young man. And I told him, I said, young man, God wants to fill you with the Holy Ghost right now. I said, do you want it? He said, I want it. I said, raise your hands by the authority of the word of God and the power that's in the name of Jesus. Be filled with the Holy Ghost now in Jesus' name. When I laid hands on him, he began to speak that heavenly language. He began to speak in tongues. Do we still believe that in this place today? He spoke in tongues, spoke in tongues, spoke in tongues. I believe somebody's going to get the Holy Ghost today. I said, I believe somebody's going to get the Holy Ghost today. So he spoke in tongues, spoke in tongues. All of a sudden church ended and everything. He was still in the altar speaking in tongues, gets up, comes to me, and he says, He says, Pastor, I said, Yes, sir. He said, He said, Can I be baptized? I said, How do you know about baptism? He said, Because my mama is an apostolic. And she taught me as a child that if you ever get baptized. It better be in the name of Jesus. What is that? It's the investment. Oh, Lord, have mercy. I said it's the investment. It's training up a child in the way that he should go. Somebody give God a shout of praise. I got a feeling Somebody's baby's coming back home. I got a feeling somebody's child's about to be saved. Somebody give God a shout of praise right now. So I said, yeah. And so we went. He got changed. Came out. See, sin will confuse a person brokenness will confuse a person and society will confuse a person but God knows what he makes God's not confused and if you're confused the God that made you can assure your identity in this place today in the name of Jesus put him in the water I said, I now baptize you in the name of Jesus for the remission of your sins. The man I put in the water was a confused man. But in the water, watch this, the the wig fell off and the makeup melted off of his face. That when I brought him out of the water, he was at the image of God. He was a, a man created at the image of God. What Satan wants to distort and ruin, God will fix it in Jesus' name. I wish I had somebody that could give God a shout of praise up in the Praise Him. I feel the Holy Ghost. Praise Him. Praise Him. I need a mama praising right now. Believing that there is going to be return on the investment in the name of Jesus. Somebody give God a shout of praise right now. After we had baptized him, he went, we gave him man pants, man shoes, man clothes, and a comb. Sometimes we leave him like, "Uh uh-uh, it's the church's duty to take the grave clothes off and give them churchified clothes. I thought I'd have at least three or four right there. And he said to me, he said, Pastor, can you pray for me? I said, what do you need? He said, the reason why I was like that, he said, is because I was coming to the United States for the American dream. I got stuck at the border. He said, out of hunger, I had to rent my body out. He said, now I'm full of AIDS. And I've got three months to live. He said, I know that I'm going to die because of what I've done. He said, but can you pray that the doctor tomorrow will extend my medication so that I could go see my mama and let her know that her son is saved. I said, buddy, you listen to me. If your repentance was true, then God also healed you in the waters of baptism. I believe that. I believe that whatever sin, whatever disease, sin brought on your life, uh, when you are baptized in the name of Jesus, uh, it will be healed in Jesus' name. Oh, God. Somebody give God praise right now. So I prayed for him. He went the next day to the doctor. They drew blood. They said, they said come back. In the afternoon, that's what I like about Mexico. They'll tell you quick. Here, they don't tell you. Here, they'll tell you a month later. You got three days to live. And you're like, from when I got the test or from when the results got there? Amen. Praise God. There, they'll tell you on the spot. So they said, come back in the afternoon. He came back in the afternoon. And they said, sir, we're sorry, but we need to draw some more blood. We had a mistake. We need to draw some more blood. They drew some more blood. And then they said, come back tomorrow morning. He came back the next day. When he walked in, they said, sir, we had a mistake. We need to draw some more blood. They ended up drawing some more blood. They said, come back later on. When he came back in the afternoon, uh, he was met with five doctors in the room. Uh, They said, we don't know how to explain it, uh, but there is no trace. Uh, There is nothing in your blood. Uh, You are completely clean. Uh, You're completely healed. Uh, Somebody ought to give God a shout of praise right now. You ought to stand right now. Stand. Give God a shout of praise in this house. We serve a miracle working God. I said, does anybody believe that we serve a miracle working God? Somebody lift up your shout. Somebody lift up your praise. I don't hear you. Lift up your voice. Lift up your voice. I need intercessors interceding right now. I need intercessors interceding right now. Ukaraba shanda kataya. Lift up your voice. I feel that Holy Ghost moving. Usharaba. Ikaraba. Ikaraba shanda raba. I need somebody lifting up their praise right now. Lifting up intercessory prayer right now. There's a glory in this house. There's a glory in this house. I need a mama lifting up an intercessory prayer right now. There's a glory in this house. Ikorobotorio lo Bosaya. I don't hear you. Akarabataria lo Bosha. In the mighty name of Jesus. Harabakataira lo Bosaya. Watch this. Watch this. I want to call right now. I know I know this has been kind of different. Amen. Not kinda, of, it's been very different. It will go down in my history book as a different one. But I just I feel the leading of the Holy Ghost. I want to minister for a moment. To mamas with backsliding kids, I want you to come and stand in this altar. And to those mamas that feel like you're not doing a good job, I want you to come. Feel that Holy Ghost here. Praise God. They're still coming. They're still coming. I wanna see, I wanna see which ones are the ones that have backslidden kids. Will you raise your hand? My Lord of mercy. The moment you just raised your hands right now, I felt the heart of God just be moved. In this place. If there are husbands that your wife is up here, just come and put a wall behind these ladies right now. Come on, run. Sharabakataya. You're gonna put a demand on the seed, you're gonna put a demand on the seed. On everything that you invested in your child, everything you did, you're gonna put a demand on that seed and you're gonna see God do something powerful in their life by the power of the name of Jesus. Come on, Mama, lift up your hands right now in the name of Jesus. <speaking in Spanish> in the name of jesus satan i command your hands to be taken off taken off of every child taken off of every boy off of every girl every young man every young lady every woman every man i command you to release these children by the power of the name of jesus Lord, we declare a revival of prodigals to come back to the house of God, wherever they are, Lord. I declare this week that change will begin to happen. Oh, I need you to lift up your voice right there. I need you to lift up your voice right there. In the mighty name of Jesus. Yes, 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 yes. Yes, yes, yes. Somebody needs to praise them like they're already coming home now. Praise them. Like God's already doing it now. Praise him like God is doing it now. How would you praise if they would walk in those doors right now? Release that praise unto God. Release that praise unto God. Release it. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know who you are, but somebody got a scream uh, all bottled up inside of you. Uh, you need to open up your mouth, uh, let it go. Uh, chains are being broken. I said chains are being broken. Addiction is being broken. Rebellion is being broken. By the power of the name of Jesus. If I have ministry, ministry come and begin to lay hands in the name of Jesus. Begin to minister in the name of Jesus. There is a glory in this house, there's a power in this house, there's deliverance right now. For every thought of the devil that has told you you're not doing enough or that you have failed. I bind that thought in the name of Jesus. I command liberty over your mind. I command liberty over your life right now. My God, there is a breakthrough in the atmosphere. Shandarabakataya. labataya Yes, 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 in the name of Jesus, oh Lord, I feel breakthrough in this house. Can somebody shout on their behalf right now? Can somebody shout on their behalf right now? Can somebody shout on their behalf right now? Kyosha. There's a breaking and a loosening in this atmosphere. Karala bataya rabashandaya I Karala Bataya Raboshaya. Ooh, I feel that Holy Ghost. Usha. Ukarala Bataya. I feel miracles in this house. I feel miracles in this house. If you need a miracle, get in this altar right now. I feel miracles. You need a miracle, get in this altar right now in the name of Jesus. I'm about to release a word for miracles. You need miracle, come on up. Oh, I feel pain about to leave your body. I feel sickness about to leave your body. In the mighty name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. Turn me up on the house. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Turn me up on the house. In the name of Jesus. Right now, miracle is coming into your body. Pain. Pain is leaving your body now by the authority of the word of God and by the power that's in the name of Jesus. Be healed in Jesus' name. Be healed in Jesus' name. There you go, right there, right there. I command sickness to leave your body. I command paralysis to leave your body. I declare healing in the mighty name of Jesus. Yeah, 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 yeah. Keep on praising, keep on praising. Keep on praising. Keep on praising. Keep on praising right there. Pain is leaving somebody's body right now. You need to wave goodbye to it. It's gone. Somebody's back is being straightened right now. Somebody's back is being healed right now begin to move it Uh, in the name of Jesus God's cleaning somebody's blood right now purifying somebody's blood I command cancer to come out of your body I command cancer to come out of your body be healed in Jesus name In the mighty name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. Y'all keep on praying. Y'all keep on praying. I want to see if there's anybody in this place. You've never been filled with the Holy Ghost, but you want the Holy Ghost. If you've never been filled with the Holy Ghost and you want God to fill you with the Holy Ghost. Will you come and stand right in front of me? You want the Holy Ghost? Come on up. Got this lady right here. She wants the Holy Ghost. Anybody else want the Holy Ghost? Right here. We got another one wants the Holy Ghost. Come on up. You want the Holy Ghost? Come on up. God wants to fill you with the Holy Ghost. Come on up. They're coming. They're coming. They're coming. If there's any children that have not been filled with the Holy Ghost, come up to the platform. All the kids that want the Holy Ghost, come on up to the platform. Stan, I already got that young man right there. Are there any other children that want the Holy Ghost? Come on up. Come on up. They're coming. Can you clap as they come? Can you clap as they come? There's more folks that need the Holy Ghost. Come on up. You don't have it yet. You don't have it yet. Oh, you're getting it today, buddy. The name of Jesus. Is there any more children that want the Holy Ghost? My Lord, look at that. Holy Ghost is already on him right there. Holy Ghost is already on him right there. Any more children that need the Holy Ghost? Come on up. Praise God. I need men and women to come and help me pray for these folks right here. We're going to believe God to fill them with the Holy Ghost right now. I want you to raise your hands. That Holy Ghost is on you. When that Holy Ghost comes in, your tongue will begin to dance. In fact, you're going to feel it get tied up. When you feel that tongue get tied up, let it go. You will not understand the words that are coming out of your mouth. But you're gonna rejoice with what god's gonna do in your soul by the power of the name of jesus raise those hands right now in the name of jesus by the authority of the word of god and by the power that's in the name of jesus be filled with the holy ghost there 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 speak that heavenly language go now in the name of Jesus that tongue wants to dance let that tongue dance right there let it go prayer warrior get in front of the person you're praying with begin to lay hands on them right now pray pray pray